Redesigned. You will be able to accomplish whatever you want to academically, financially, relationally, whatever. So three things. All right, now I'm gonna tell you the story. I gotta get out of here. And the story is about, you guys have probably heard about this before. It was a it was a young man who, you know, he wanted to make a lot of money, and so he went to this guru, right? And he told the guru, you know, I wanna be on the same level you are. And so the guru said, if you wanna be on the same level I'm on, I'll meet you tomorrow at the beach at 4 a.m. He liked the beach. I said, I wanna make money, I don't wanna swim. Guru said, if you wanna make money, I'll meet you tomorrow, 4 a.m. So the young man got there at 4 a.m., he all ready to rock and roll, got on the suit, he should've wore shorts. The old man grabs his hand and said, how bad do you wanna be successful? He said, real bad. He said, walk on out in the water. So he walks out into the water, watch this. When he walks out into the water, it goes waist deep. So he like, this guy crazy. I'm Adrian, he's like, I want to make money. He got me out here swimming. I didn't ask to be a lifeguard. I want to make money. He got me in. So he said, come out a little further. Walked out a little further. Then he had it right around this area. So this old man, crazy. He making money, but he crazy. He said, come on out a little further. Came out a little further. It was right at his mouth. My man, like, I'm about to go back in here. This guy is mine. So the old man said, I thought you said you wanted to be successful. He said, I do. He said, walk a little further. He came, dropped his head in. He had him held down. Just before my man was about to pass out, he raised him up. He said, I got a question for you. Somebody answered the question for me. He said, when you were underwater, what did you want to do? He said, I wanted to breathe. He told the guy, he said, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. And when you get to the point where all you want to do is be successful as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. And I'm here to tell you, number one, that most of you say you want to be successful, but you don't want it bad. You just kind of want it. You don't want it badder than you want to party. You don't want it as much as you want to be cool. You, most of you don't want success as much as you want to sleep. Some of you love sleep more than you love success. And I'm here to tell you today, if you're going to be successful, you've got to be willing to give up sleep. Redesigned. Welcome back to another episode of the Redesign Podcast. Hope you enjoyed that Monday morning motivation from Eric Thomas. Not sure about the sleeping part though, you do need sleep. <laughs> like it will have disastrous effects on your health if you're not getting enough sleep. Let that be known. But yeah, welcome back to another episode. This week, we're talking about the future of social media and the internet. Apple are doing a U-turn on their Siri grading program. You know, last week we talked about how Siri listens to everything due to privacy concerns and everything coming to light that I mentioned last week. Apple have now responded and they are going to halt that program where they get contractors to listen to Siri recordings. There's going to be a U-turn on that. Apple and Spotify going full steam ahead with podcasting, mind reading, now reality. All of that coming up after the intro. Are you sure you can blame it on social media? Election is good for business. Spending money makes you money. Bitcoin down more than 30% this week. 
redesigned. You've got to put in the effort every single day. Running a business isn't for everyone. They need role models and not just movie stars and athletes. We are the digital influencers. They're creating content. There's no denying the power of digital media, but it also poses a real challenge. Welcome back to the Redesigned Podcast. This is Andrew, aka Mr. Kate Box. Don't forget if you want to get involved in the conversation don't forget to use the hashtag redesign pod all one word that's redesigned pod on twitter and instagram don't forget you can follow me on the socials as well at andrew underscore cdx and also you can follow the instagram account redesign pod and also if you want to send an email drop us a line you can do so at redesignpod at mail.com so let's get cracking with this week's podcast. You know, a few times I've mentioned Apple and podcasts because Spotify have been the ones who have been kind of making all the moves. They're getting more exclusives. Um, they're working on the podcast app for users. They're making listening to podcasts a much better experience overall. And Apple have kind of been stagnant. Like they've just been chilling like, yeah, we got this. Like, we ain't really, we're not saying nothing. So like the momentum, it seems to be swinging in Spotify's favour. I've noticed a lot, even with the analytics, a lot of people are actually moving over to Spotify. So much less people are listening on SoundCloud to this podcast. Same with Apple Podcasts. A lot more people are now moving over to Spotify. Of recent times, you know, Spotify have made their commitment to podcasting known and um, got some interesting stats on their end of year report which I'll talk about shortly but let's just start with Apple Apple started rolling out new categories in their iOS podcast app to help improve the browsing experience and help content discovery as you already know podcast discovery is appalling with podcasts it's a bit mad it is it is not very easy to find um, good podcasts that are in line with your interests it's all been a bit vague it's been very uh very broad in terms of like categories so apple are looking to change that well they've actually made a move to change that so listeners can now scroll right along a horizontal strip of different podcast categories and these podcast categories appear in a browse tab under the section labeled browse by category so they've got new classifications including arts business comedy education fiction government health and fitness history kids and family leisure music news religion and spirituality science society and culture sports technology true crime and tv and film and then when you dive a little bit deeper they've even got more subcategories to break down those categories that i've just mentioned so for example if you look at the science category that includes new sections such as natural sciences social sciences and mathematics so you can get very specific with what you're looking for now on Apple Podcasts. So this year at the WWDC conference, Apple actually mentioned that its podcast app will be getting new top level categories and enhanced curation. And uh, the same is going to be available for Mac users as well. There will be a Mac app for that separately when the rollout is complete. It's a very good look for Apple because podcasts are going to be part of daily life. Like it's definitely replaced the radio, in my opinion. I'm not even sure how radio actually still exists in its current form. Apart from, you know, people listen to it in their cars. A lot of older cars don't have internet access or connectivity. 
car stereos that connect to 4G or whichever. So the adoption of internet radio and podcasts is still something that's growing. So, but yeah, it's definitely a good look. And speaking of the amount of people listening to podcasts growing, got some new stats from Spotify. According to Verge, their investment in podcasts is actually starting to pay off. Got some numbers in. So according to the new earnings report, Spotify have reported that the podcast audience has grown by over 50% since last quarter. And that has almost doubled since the beginning of 2019. So they're saying that subscriber numbers have jumped by 9%. Um, We're talking about premium subscribers. So these are people that pay the, the monthly fee for Spotify. So this doesn't include people that have the app and listen to it with the ads. So, um, but now they've got an active user base growing to 232 million people. That's active monthly users. So 232 million active users on Spotify. And uh, a comment from the CEO of Spotify, Daniel Ek, he predicted that 20% of all listening on the platform will eventually come from podcasts. So imagine 20% of 230 million. Let's just round it up. So if we let me jump on the calculator, do some quick maths. 20% of 232 million, that's 46.4 million people a month listening to podcasts. That is insane. Like, what do we need radio for? I mean, I kind of do miss radio, though, especially the live aspect of it. You know, the whole the interactivity. If you're listening to a talk show and you, you ring up or you send a message and they read it and you're listening to stuff in real time. I guess that's just nostalgia. Podcasts are amazing, too. I think there just needs to be a little bit more um, thought into how podcasts are distributed. So looking at the way the apps work, adding that interactivity before. I swear, I've, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned that in a podcast previously talking about how yeah I was having a conversation with Paul on the the episode before the last episode um, about the podcast apps having a, a feature like YouTube comments where you're listening to the podcast and you can just drop your comments in rather than having to remember the hashtag but there you go uh, quick segue hashtags you're listening to this right now if you want to get involved in the conversation let me know your thoughts on the state of podcasting apps what podcast apps do you listen to this podcast on what is your favorite podcast app at the moment is it soundcloud is it apple music is it spotify is it stitcher let me know use the hashtag redesign pod hit me up on twitter we'll return after these messages Did you know QR codes were first created way back in 1994 as a way to track cars as they were pulled off the assembly line? The QR code, short for quick response code, was created in 1994 by former Toyota subsidiary Denso Wave as a way to quickly track cars and their parts through the manufacturing process. Here's a fun fact for you as well. In 2014, Heinz skipped ketchup bottles with an outdated QR code that brought customers to a porn site. Hmm? Hmm. Apple have done a U-turn on listening into Siri conversations. So Apple's program that listens into conversations has been suspended. It's been recently revealed that Apple 
has been letting contractors listen to snippets of Siri recordings. And if you don't know what Siri is, Siri is basically a voice activated personal assistant app for iOS devices. So that includes iMacs, MacBook Pros, Apple Watches, and most commonly the iPhone. And this is used to answer questions, get recommendations, or perform tasks such as making appointments. Uh, making appointment entries into your diary or sending text messages. So Apple confirmed the claim and referred to it as part of a quality control exercise called grading. So after it had come to light that private conversations and encounters, even of the sexual kind, have been listened to by Apple contractors, they have decided to halt the program globally. Moving forward after future software updates, users are actually going to have the option to choose whether they want to participate in grading so at least you have the option there but from a privacy standpoint it's quite concerning imagine there's recordings of you flying your kite somewhere fam privacy is a real big deal all right so let's take a trip down memory lane so it's time for the redesigned rewind what we gonna do right here is go back Way back, back into time. From just beyond your imagination comes Omnibot, the fully programmable robot with a memory. Omnibot, he walks, he talks. Hi, cutie. Amaze your friends. Intense. Refreshments, earth-type snacks. Impress your teacher, impress your girlfriend. Omnibot, there's romance. Take my heart. He's the lean, mean, pop and breakin' music machine. Yes, it's Omnibot, the fully programmable robot, available now in your neighborhood. Take a cassette out of its case, and most people just see an empty box. But Sony saw something quite different. Sony introduces the only cassette player as small as a cassette case. The incredible sounding Super Walkman. Now, according to an article from technologyreview.com, MIT, Facebook is funding brain experiments to create a device that reads your mind. Mm-mm-mm. Apparently, big tech firms are trying to read people's thoughts and no one is ready for the consequences. So in uh, 2017, Facebook announced that it wanted to create a headband that would let people type at a speed of 100 words per minute just by thinking. So these men are fully trying to create devices where they can read your thoughts. Hey, I'm not really sure if I'm here for that, you know. Um, so two years after that announcement, uh, Facebook are, are now saying that they're financing extensive university research on actual human volunteers. So these devices, basically known as speech decoders, are able to determine what people are trying to say by analysing their brain signals or their brain waves. This is actually peak. This is going to start spark things about privacy and stuff like that. Um, so there've got to be some rules about how data is stored and collected. See, this technology thing is a bit mad. We have to be very, very careful because we don't want to make the same mistakes we made with social media in the early days. And uh, that's something I'm going to talk about in the main feature of the podcast. So this interesting quote from Nita Farahani, a professor at Duke University who specialises in neuroethics, 
To me, the brain is one safe place for freedom of thought, fantasies, and for dissent. We're getting close to crossing the final frontier of privacy in the absence of any protections whatsoever. Because whilst this technology comes out, yeah, and you've got the ability to read people's minds, you're going to see people running around with these devices and just plugging them, putting them on your heads and then just stealing your thoughts. Shit. Ah, it's a madness. So let's talk about the future of social media and the internet. So many people are deactivating Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I mean, we shouldn't really demonize social media. It's been an amazing tool for, you know, building brands, connecting with people, networking, entertainment. A lot of uh, our culture has been shaped from social media. There's a lot of events, businesses, products, services that wouldn't even exist if it wasn't for social media. Social media is an amazing invention. But we can't ignore the dangers to humanity, the dangers to our mental health, the dangers to society in terms of how we actually behave and how things are operating, whether we're being exploited or not. We can't really ignore those things. So that's why we're talking about the future of social media. There has been a backlash. People are starting to remove themselves, deactivate their accounts and it's hitting record numbers a lot of people are now deciding that social media is not for them there's a guy called cal newport who had a interview on the breakfast club and he's talking about how he is completely social media free he doesn't use any form of social media he's an author um an entrepreneur he's written many books and he manages to get by without being on social media. He doesn't actually have a social media account. I mean, we've got to a point in time where if you don't have social media, people actually look at you like you're weird. So the people who are without social media, they're looked at as weird, but are we the actual weird ones? Are we the ones that are weird? Because when social media first started, we started to, we were so excited by it, we would upload absolutely anything. It wasn't normal in the beginning to tell people your thoughts what you liked your dislikes that stuff would probably only be between you your partner you and your best friends or whatever your circle now we are sharing what we do with strangers on a daily basis so we're leaving a digital paper trail we're uploading our children's um, baby pictures we're uploading our baby pictures um, baby scans you know life events these this is all data this is all sitting in some sort of centralized server in silicon valley this is what we've been doing we've been giving our data for free that is why you're hearing about this cambridge analytica scandal um there's a, a program on netflix which i'm going to talk about shortly that is definitely going to um enlighten you in terms of what's actually happening with social media and data it really is a big deal but yeah We've come to a point where sharing everything is normal, but what price are we actually paying? So when a product like Facebook, Instagram, whatever is free, you are the product. They're harvesting your data, your pictures, your contacts, your likes, your dislikes. Every time you like a picture, you're leaving a digital paper trail. You're informing these networks of what you like, your interests. So these data points are being collected and sold on to third parties and they're making money out of you. And the thing is, 
you might be thinking, what's the big deal, right? I'm enjoying myself on social media. Yeah, it's good. Everyone enjoys a bit of mindless scrolling. We'll come to that. But everybody enjoys it. But at the expense of what? If you really think about it, we're being exploited because if you've ever got a licensing deal, you'll know that even for the smallest content, you can get a payout for, let's say, for example, a photo that you post or a meme that you post or something that you create or like even a 10 second video. Like I got a licensing deal for a clip that was used by um, Dairy Queen in the US. It was a video I filmed a few years back. And for that, I was given like, over a thousand pound for 10 uh, 10 second clip they paid me in three parts so they paid me a grand for the first part and i think they 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 gave me another two payments of three or four hundred dollars each so maybe just under 1500 pounds when you actually convert it to uk pounds but my point is your content and your data is valuable so you've got to start treating it accordingly now that's why they're now saying that data is the most valuable asset in the world the global data market was estimated in 2015 to be around $23.5 billion and is expected to reach $118.5 billion by 2022. That is insane. So all these companies are harvesting your data for their own benefit. So you shouldn't be so quick to put your business out on social media or be using these cloud services where yeah i know it's convenient but hmm, depending on what you're storing what how sensitive the data is i mean you gotta be careful um that's another way these people get you um that's this is why you should never send nudes like remember when they got jill scott back in 2014 don't forget that you know she didn't even send nudes her images were hacked from her icloud account and she's not even the only one there are dozens of celebrities whose private photos have been leaked on from Apple iCloud and then leaked online. It's actually a mad thing. These people are dipping their smelly fingers into all of your business and they'll feel no way about it. So that's one of the reasons why I'm looking into getting a personal cloud server rather than relying on Apple iCloud or Google Drive. Those two things I've been kind of relying on for my own storage business storage personal storage but i think it's time i look at a cloud server so basically this is like a hard drive that connects to your wireless router at home and you can send information to it from it you can uh, back up all your photos and stuff onto that hard drive but the thing is that hard drive is a networked hard drive so you could be away from home as long as it's connected to the internet you can have all the access to your files from your phone just as you would if you were paying uh, dropbox or google drive or amazon for storage so you that would be centralized so that would be like a decentralized device away from all these other external companies none of your data is in silicon valley it's on your own hard drive at home within your wireless network and the only way you can access it is if you've got the password and the url um the ip address to your to your hard drive that's something i'm definitely going to be looking into western digital are a good company i've bought hard drives from them before um i'm going to leave a link in the description so you can check those out but yeah western digital you can get um personal cloud drives so rather than putting all your data onto apple icloud don't get me wrong like it's convenient it's good for obviously if you're ios 
user if you've got an iphone or ipad you back up your phone data through you could do you could back it up through the icloud but just be careful of the kind of stuff you keep on your phone if you want it to be if it's very sensitive data you should keep it on your home drives and not external because you never know where it's going to end up like a lot of people forgotten about that because that happened like five years ago what happened to jill scott so yeah just be mindful and the way they're collecting data now is it's not just going to be text photos video like you've got facial recognition you've got all sorts of things popping up and um as mentioned before they're looking into like creating this mind reading thing so <laughs> you never know we we're, we're almost living in mission impossible times trust me um but yeah so i mentioned before mindless scrolling there's been a bill um in the us that wants to ban infinite scrolling to curb social media addiction so that's one of the reasons why a lot of people are deactivating their social media accounts they're finding that they're addicted so um here's a quote from the article according to cnet uh, big tech has embraced a business model of addiction too much of the innovation in this space is designed not to create better products but to capture more attention by using psychological tricks that make it more difficult to look away. So according to this article in CNET.com, a new Senate bill calls for a crackdown on addictive and deceptive techniques used by technology companies and social media sites to keep our attention. So the legislation, if passed, would ban features like infinite scroll for news feeds and autoplay for videos. And it would also require social media platforms to include natural stopping points and provide in-app tools that kind of let people track how much time they've spent on a particular app. Um, I don't know about you, the screen time warnings on the iOS device, I, I always sky them. But I, at the moment, I think I'm doing very well in terms of curbing my social media use, if I do say so myself. But um, yeah, all these social media apps, they're like coming under a lot of scrutiny. So we're going to see social media change a lot. So if, I don't know if you remember the F8 conference. I did a little... Um, review a little breakdown on it a few episodes back the f8 summit where mark zuckerberg was talking about the future of facebook well if you don't already know facebook whatsapp and instagram are all owned by mark zuckerberg yeah so instagram and whatsapp are all part of facebook so all the data that's being collected by those apps it's all going to the same house so obviously mark zuckerberg is shaking now they had to pay a five billion dollar fine to um the ftc for breaches of privacy so i mentioned before that there's a documentary on netflix called the great hack um i'm going to be watching that over the weekend i'd recommend you watch it too so it's basically about um how facebook and other tech companies have been harvesting data and selling it on um illegally which is absolutely mad so here's some audio from the trailer who has seen an advertisement that has convinced you that your microphone is listening to your conversations. All of your interactions, your credit card swipes, web searches, locations, likes, they're all collected in real time into a trillion dollar a year industry. The real game changer was Cambridge Analytica. They'd worked for the Trump campaign and for the Brexit campaign. They started using information warfare. Cambridge Analytica claimed to have 5,000 data points on every American voter. 
I'd started tracking down all these Cambridge Analytica ex-employees. Someone else that you should be calling to the committee is Brittany Kaiser. Brittany Kaiser, once a key player inside Cambridge Analytica, casting herself as a whistleblower. The reason why Google and Facebook are the most powerful companies in the world is because last year data surpassed oil in value. Data is the most valuable asset on earth. We targeted those whose minds we thought we could change until they saw the world the way we wanted them to. I do know that their targeting tool was considered a weapon. There is a possibility that the American public had been experimented on. This is becoming a criminal matter. When people see the extent of the surveillance, I think they're going to be shocked. And I still fear for your life. Yeah. With the powerful people that are involved. But I can't keep quiet just because it'll make powerful people I, I, mad. Data rights should be considered just fundamental rights. This is about the integrity of our democracy. These platforms which were created to connect us have now been weaponized. It's impossible to know what is what because nothing is what it seems. Yeah, so make sure you check that out. Let me know what your thoughts are on the hashtag redesign pod. Um, going to be going in deeper on data and, you know, privacy. Probably get some experts on there. But yeah, um, Facebook sold your data. That's the problem. That's where the, the issue lies. Facebook are literally cashing in while, um, you know, there are other social media sites that are decentralized that are actually paying people for their content as they, they really should be. So they're things on the blockchain um, and decentralized social media apps such as Ono, Minds, Diaspora. These are more unknown social media apps. Um, there's another one called Steemit as well. And they pay people for their content. So... I think that's where the future of social media might actually head, especially with all these um, companies cracking down on privacy. They're not going to be able to get away with what they were getting away with. So it's definitely going to change. But on the technology front for social media and the fact that people are kind of like deactivating their accounts and getting bored of what's become the new normal, because it's so normal, people don't really care about it anymore. You know, things like stories, um, when people like just post random stuff on 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 social media, people don't really care as much as they used to. It's not fascinating anymore because it's so normal, and they see it on a daily basis. There are going to be other things that these companies are going to create to try and suck us back in. Trust me, they're not going to take this this lightly at all. There is definitely something going on um, that's going to be the next wave. So keep your eyes open and pay attention. I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast and they were talking about the future of social media as well. And they made some interesting points. So let's jump into a little clip of what they were saying about the future of social media. If I had Google Glass, I'd have known already. Yeah, if I had that memory link wire (laughs) thing that Jamie's worried about. Jamie's going to be the first one to get it and then he's going to like organize to make sure oh, that no one else not. gets it. My thought on that too is like, who is going to be the first one to get it and how yeah. do they decide that? Um, well, for sure, like... Money. 
Marcus Brownlee and Lou from Unbox Therapy, they'll get it first and they'll put it on and then they'll start running the world because they'll have it early. And they go, ah, no one else gets this. They'll try. (laughs) But Mark Zuckerberg probably already has it. You don't want to know what I'm using it right now. Yeah. Fend his case. (laughs) 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 Yeah, it's um it's coming. Something's coming. Yeah, man. What's it gonna be? Who knows? What's it going to be? Yeah. Something's coming, and something's going to be more invasive than what we're experiencing now. Mm-hmm. So I can be sure of. They're going to figure out how to get more and more data. You know, Sam Harris has a really interesting podcast that's out. It's either the one that's going on right, uh, maybe the two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it was all about, I should probably find it. It was all about- um, Privacy? Privacy, and what's the difference between the way uh, different tech companies approach privacy? And it actually right. makes you respect how uh, Apple does it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, they apparently, they do it much more, um, I guess the word would be, they're more ethical about it. Uh-huh. Because they're, they're trying not to give away any, the trouble with Facebook is what it's called. I was reading a thing yesterday that, you know, you put those uh, doorbell things on, you know, like Ring, you know, that... Mm-hmm. records people coming up to you and they said you know you think it's cool for you and your family but the ups guy or all these delivery people are, are getting their picture taken and sent to a database every day right like these people are being monitored mm-hmm. all the time so well it's good for you it's not that great for these other people that visit you this guy's name is roger mcnamee that's the one it's a, the trouble of facebook it's episode 152 it's really it's very interesting because the what what it goes into is about how tech companies figured out how to tap into a resource that no one thought of and that resource is your data Mm -hmm. and how much is that worth well it turns out it's worth fucking untold billions right it's one of the most valuable things because it you can direct market to people you could find out what people are into what they're not into yeah you get a you get a lot of people that you can get a hold of and we kind of gave our consent to this without understanding it. Yeah. And they got in through a loophole. And this is how they're able to make, you know, ungodly amounts of money. Just because we wanted to have that cool feature. So you just right. say, yeah, here's, take well, it from me. I mean, think about the, the amount of money something like Facebook brings in versus yeah. what it is. Like, what is it? What are you doing? What are you doing that's making all that money? Right. They're providing people with data. Yeah. You know, and they're also getting people to, it's like an ongoing psychological experiment in what makes people engage, Mm -hmm. like what makes people comment more. Right. It turns out it's anger. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. It turns out that what makes people engage the most is things they disagree with when they started having fights. Right. So they're having fights back and forth. So you you get people to get really into these polarizing subjects. Right. And then you, once they start looking for those subjects, then those subjects start showing up in their feeds. Uh So it's also things that they get angry about. So then they start interacting with these things. The more you interact, the more more it shows up in your feed and all the while they're profiting on enraging you. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, this is essentially what they do. Jeez. Creepy Facebook patent uses image recognition to scan your personal photos for brands. Oh my God. Whoa. Yeah, so they just take all your photos and 
applying, Look at the Dorito bags in the back. A, applying computer vision algorithms to user uploaded multimedia objects to detect specific objects within the multimedia object and promoting the uploaded multimedia object from a user's news feed to a sponsored stories area. That's what the patent was awarded for. Wow. Jeez Computer Louise. vision content detection for sponsored stories. Wow. That's crazy, man. Yeah. You snap a selfie sipping a unicorn frap at Starbucks and then shares that selfie on Facebook oh, no, or Instagram. Instagram. Facebook's newly patented technology can theoretically scan the photo, spot the Starbucks cup with the help of an image object recognition <laughs> algorithm, and then sell that info to Starbucks, alerting wow. the coffee giant of the fact that you like its product. Well, they're already doing a version of that with your searches, with yeah. the things that you're looking at. You know, when you go through their browser, they're already doing that. Well, they're doing it also with voice. Mm-hmm. Your phone is listening to you all the time. Yeah. If you have Alexa in your home, it's listening. Mm-hmm. My kids, I and mean, we, we do it all the time. Like, if you're talking about something, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you see, I was performing in Boise, and so we were talking about Boise, 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 and then everybody on their uh, Instagram was getting an ad for vacationing in Boise. See, that seems like... Just from us speaking it. Yeah. That seems like a really serious thing. It is. It seems like a really serious thing that everybody is just like, oh, this is happening? Yeah. I don't remember signing off on this. The technology is ahead of our anger or well, our recognition our of it. Yeah. We don't understand. Yeah. And so it's already happened by the time you're upset that it exists. Right. Yeah. It's it's in full, full force right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird. It's really weird. It's really weird. I mean, we're just talking about it. This is just, you think it's, you're just in your home, you're in a private place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But these phones, they're just listening, you know, we just this all is, have them. And again, this is something that didn't exist 10 years ago, 15 years ago. D- these concerns didn't exist. Yeah. What will be the concerns 15 years from now? Like how much more invasive is it going to get before we even recognize that it's happening? Yeah. Because this is, this is something, the, the, the listening in on things is something that people didn't think about before it happened. Right. And now they know it does. Well, the face recognition thing is, there's a lot of articles on that and how that, we don't realize. Well, the China it, thing totally makes sense, right? Especially yeah. if so many people's phones use face recognition software. Right. But the Samsung phones have it. You know, my, my Galaxy Note 9 has it. Yeah. My iPhones have it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're Everything just psyched about it. it. You're just yeah. like, oh, that's cool. I don't have to put in my password anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just, just look at it. Yeah now, yeah. now I'm in my app. They also have one that's an iris scanner on the Note. The Note scans your irises. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> it's quick, too. Looks at your eyeballs like, yep, you're you. Something is definitely coming. Um, so there's a thing called smart contacts. Let's talk about that. You're going to have this technology integrated with social media. You should actually Google it. It's a real thing. Smart contacts could give those of us willing to wear them Robocop vision. I kid you not. Like something out of Mission Impossible, Robocop, Terminator. This is a real thing, guys. So they'll give you the ability to record both still and moving images just by blinking. Um, Augmented reality lenses are also in development. So if you don't know what augmented reality is, basically like, um, for example, a Snapchat or Instagram story filter, you have the image and then you have other characteristics overlaid on top of it. So for example, rabbit ears or uh, a dog face or the filter that makes you look old. All those things are augmented reality. So 
you will have I, you, you'll literally be outside in the shopping centre and you could just literally look at someone and then it might say whether they're single or not or whether they're um, from a certain area or whatever however the app is programmed whatever information they want to share you know it's going to be mad like, that will probably be the wave in the next 10 15 years maybe even less than that I'm just being you know I'm being conservative um, so you're going to have these smart contact lenses soon you'll be able to look at restaurants uh, a restaurant's hygiene rating or their Google reviews just by standing outside and looking at it do you know how mad that is but just so you know that it is a very real thing Google, Samsung and Sony have all filed patents for, this, for these digital contact lenses that is something to um, to be aware of um so you're gonna have more you're gonna have virtual reality maybe something out of total recall where you can actually travel to a different country or even a different planet just by wearing a headset or getting some sort of implant but that's probably way 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 in the future for social media um but they're probably gonna look for something very weird to capture us i'm telling you something is up we're going to stop relying on things like google for information and general inquiries we're going to we're definitely moving towards the personal assistant so for example siri as i mentioned earlier even despite all the privacy stuff once the technology has been adopted people are going to forget about their concerns people always forget this is the thing people always forget we trust things and then something happens and then there's there's outrage and then we just forget and go back to it just like the jill scott thing that happened five years ago ain't no one mentioned it that people's icloud accounts were being hacked so we've seen that the engineers or the contractors who listen to um siri recordings for quality control in inverted commas we know that they they're listening right so what are they doing with your images your photos what are they doing with it so listen guys it's up to you you know you can either enjoy the technology and just keep quiet or you could do something about it but the main thing is i just want to keep you guys informed and do your own research so i'm going to leave some links in the descriptions to some of the stuff that i've i've looked at before doing this episode so yeah um wearables are going to be a big thing so we're going to move towards things like uh apple watches fitbits you're going to have watches that are going to interact with social media in a different way not sure how it's going to work but you're going to see new innovations they're working on things like bangles smart bangles that go around your wrist or smart wristbands um, where you can receive text messages send voice notes send emojis video all of that kind of stuff like the minute they have facetime on apple watches and wearables and holograms it's going to be a wrap but just remember that Mark Zuckerberg did, did say that Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp are all their messaging service is all gonna is all gonna merge. So here's my prediction: I think that that side of social media could just end up being a way for people to shop and a way for people to contact each other, kind of like BBM Messenger back in the day or MSM Messenger. It's going to be like an upgraded version of that, and obviously Instagram will become a shopping marketplace. Um, people will be able to shop and you're going to be able to send money to and from maybe even cryptocurrency or something like that 
But yeah, that's the future. Um, I don't know. Let me know what your thoughts are. What do you think the future of social media will look like? How do you think social media will look in the next five years? Let me know your thoughts. Use the hashtag RedesignPod. But to conclude, at the end of the day, I don't like to demonize social media. Um, it's a great tool for networking. Let's not let's call a spade a spade. It is definitely a great tool for networking. You can't deny that. It shapes culture. Um, but personal and sensitive data, we need to be a lot more mindful and we need to be informed of what these big tech companies are doing with our data. So yeah that is it for this week let me know what your thoughts are don't forget if you like this episode like comment subscribe share all that good stuff if you're on spotify click the follow button if you're on soundcloud click the like button make sure you're following if you're on apple Podcasts, don't forget to subscribe click the subscribe button so you don't miss another episode we're out every monday and if you can leave a review on apple Podcasts. hopefully five stars if you enjoyed it so i'm out Catch me same time, same place next week, Monday. Take care and bye for now. Redesigned. Redesigned.